You are listening to Moisture Festival Podcast. Welcome to the Moisture Festival podcast. I am Matt Baker. I perform a comedy and stunt show. And I'm Louis Fox. I do uh, magic tricks, comedy, and hand shadow puppets. <laughs> and we both have performed at the Moisture Festival for a number of years. So welcome to the podcast where we give you a peek behind the curtains of the performers and the people that make the Moisture Festival happen. You get a little, little bit of a look at their journey to getting on stage and a little bit about what they do in their time off stage. So welcome and be sure to check out all the episodes of the Moisture Festival podcast because there's a lot. There is a lot. And if you aren't familiar with the Moisture Festival, it's a four-week festival celebrating variety arts. So that's hula hoopers, magicians, people who bounce on their hands, acrobats, pretty much anything you can think of. It is the largest festival of its kind in the entire world, folks. In the entire world, it's the largest festival, and it features some of the best entertainers and comedians working today. The festival happens in the months of March and April, and not only do they have world-class variety acts, but they have a burlesque venue that runs for one week only, and get your tickets for that early because that always sells out actually 95 percent we've crunched the data louie yes 95 percent of the shows sell out so if you're listening to this in the months of march and april be sure to go to moisturefestival.org and get your tickets today yes especially if your bucket list item is to see the opening show get them now absolutely we recorded this episode in Portland, Oregon, in the basement of a clown, and we are joined by uh, a man who was a former clown, Scramble James of the Troop Circus Luminescence. That's right. We learned his journey from how he got into juggling through a random encounter. We also learned about his history selling magic tricks to tourists and how he combines magic and juggling and the difference in performing the two of them. He's in the group Circus Luminescence, and we couldn't get both of the performers from Circus Luminescence here, but we were stoked to have Scramble join us in the basement. So let's get to the interview. Quick interruption before we get to the interview with Scramble. We did record this from the clown basement. Like everything in the clown basement, the audio is a little bit funny. It sounds like we're talking into the cavern of, of broken dreams. <laughs> uh, but it's a really great interview, and we didn't want to let that stop us from releasing it for your enjoyment. So we hope you can uh, enjoy it as much as we did. All right, we are in the clown basement, and we are joined by Scramble James of Circus Luminescence. Yeah. They are an award-winning juggling troupe, sometimes two people, sometimes three people. 
and it, they do glow-in-the-dark juggling, they do all sorts of acrobatic stuff, and they are a premier circus duo and trio here in the Northwest. Yeah. So welcome to the podcast, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm, yeah. so, I'm stoked to be here. I'm in the circus basement. Clown basement. I love that name. I didn't know this was a clown basement. I'd have worn makeup and a nose, you know? Well, but, there's a, over yeah. here, there's a yeah. lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm eyeing that sequins. I'm just like, ooh, that looks good. Well, so. I've never met you, but he, uh, you worked with Matt this summer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, have you heard of the Circus Luminescence? He's like, and then we're coming down. He's like, what about Circus Luminescence? I'm like, yeah. Carl, I get it. Right. <laughs> Enough with like, the Circus Luminescence. I thought we were friends. Fine, we'll invite him to the clown basement, you know. <laughs> so, uh, I, you know. Which is I, fu- uh, well, funny, we're in Portland and we're in the clown basement. Yeah. But Portland also has the, uh, the there's a bar that has the clown room. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's that called? What's that called? They have variety shows there, too. It's yeah. a good bar. Yeah, the first time I did a gig there, and someone's like, yeah, go wait in the clown room. I'm like, what? Yeah, no, yeah. thank you. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I feel like I didn't really explain what you guys do that well. Do you want to tell the people who are listening uh, what your elevator pitch is? Yeah, you did great. You're hired. You're our agent now, Matt. <laughs> no, yeah, we're, we're Circus Luminescence. We do uh, vaudeville. Uh, we are award-winning jugglers we won the gold medal at the uh 2018 ija uh teams competition which is the international jugglers association that's right yep. yeah yes. yeah which is a really long long word so yes. we, we always abbreviate but yeah so we're we're a award-winning juggling troupe that uh specializes in contemporary vaudeville that and we use acrobatics comedy and uh like epic combination tricks where we like will play a guitar where one of us frets, one of us strums, and like juggle knives at the same yeah. time. While nice. we're dressed up as like 80s rockers, like being cool. characters, now, you know? What, how do you differentiate like contemporary vaudeville from old vaudeville? Yeah, we don't make any, uh, well, we try not to make any off-color jokes. Mm-hmm. And we also try to use just like new technology. So like the glow kind of adds into gotcha. that, right? Like, like we're not just jugglers that are like, we got sparkle clubs and like we're gonna just like hit ourselves in the head and like stumble and like have that be the yeah. joke. We're like we're gonna do like super technical juggling patterns together and we're gonna also find the coolest LEDs that we can to yeah. make it the most visual experience for the audience. Right? Yeah, it's uh, you know, being able to work with you this summer, you know, it's funny because you guys I'm not in the LED world and you had yeah. all these like technical terms that were like math based yeah Yeah. that's all lumens and yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's super cool to watch because you know for me i I, most of the time you know when we worked at a fair together i worked during the day but you were doing shows at night you would come in a little bit later than me and you had these like beautiful glow-in-the-dark props and it was like this whole other element of performance that i I haven't ever really been a part of yeah it's cool to watch thanks Yeah. yeah it was very fun to do actually that fair was super fun for us and we uh learned a lot we actually like reworked a lot of our show after that fair and and made it more targeted towards like just the general public mm. we like kind of the all the all the math jokes and stuff they're great for you know certain certain shows like theater shows and things but the fair really educated us on like making things just like more accessible yeah, for a wider well, audience yeah. you know which is awesome. <laughs> general population yeah yeah, yeah. who yeah. knows where these people have been <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. but it was awesome we we, we like created a, a kind of a new hybrid product that we're That's stoked awesome, man. on man yeah we're really stoked and so how did uh all you know eli's not here your mm-hmm. partner uh, how did all this 
begin? Like, how did you get into performing? How did you come well, up let's, with the let's, let's hop back into the time machine. Like, how did you get into juggling? Yeah, okay, all right, sure, yeah. yeah, time machine. Uh, so we're going to go. This is actually kind of a, a fun story. Uh, so keeping in mind that I juggle with Eli now. Uh, we're going to go back to 2009. Um, Ooh, yeah, different world. It's man. a different world. You know, I'm I'm in Humboldt County. I'm in Arcata, California. I'm like stoked. I'm looking at the rhododendrons. It's sunny. You know, I'm like <laughs> I'm having a good time. You know, I'm indulging on the herbaceous environment of Humboldt County. It's awesome. But I'm like walking around and I hear this like really groovy music, like super groovy. And I'm like, oh, what are those tunes? And I follow the tunes and I go into this lecture hall and all the things. And I find this room that's like a open, you know, it's like kind of like a banquet hall at the at the college. And there's these three dudes listening to this Jerry Garcia Merle Saunders jam, doing the coolest like partner juggling I've ever seen. And that was Poetic Motion Machine, which is which was uh, Eli March, uh, Jesse Johnston, and uh, Stephen Weaven. And previous iterations of that troupe had uh, Jeremiah Johnston, who, mm. who you know. Um, as well but and I I was just standing there watching watching these people juggle and I was just like oh my god that's the coolest thing and I was already doing slacklining and things like that and and kind of had was circus adjacent you know um, but then I was like I gotta learn how to do that and asked him and it turns out there's a club at the college called the humble circus yeah and so I went to the club here's the one thing I think I've learned from doing this podcast and interviewing people how many colleges have a circus? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, the colleges of the people that we're interviewing, you know, Arcata, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Reed College here in Portland, Evergreen State College. They're Olympia, a specific they're, brand no, but of college. We did yeah. uh, Kate yeah. Great, who went to uh, a college in Florida. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you're right. But, I mean, I would imagine you're at a point where you're sort of, like, trying to figure out what you're into and who you are, and yeah. these things are popping up that you might not have seen. Did you grow up in Arcata? No, I grew up in Colorado. Yeah, okay. and then and then moved out to, to Arcata. And very much I was, like, figuring it out. I, I grew up playing sports and just, like, being really active all the time and having just a massive time commitment with extracurricular activities. And then in college, it was just, like, all of a sudden there was this vacuum. Uh, I was just like, oh, I have schoolwork, which I don't like, uh, <laughs> and, and then all this, all this yeah. free time, and so juggling helped uh, fill that void once I found it. Right. So, you know? when, so you learned to juggle, and then how did you sort of reconnect with Eli, or did you always stay in contact? Yeah, no, we like we we kind of were. He was a couple of years ahead in school, and we kind of like had separate separate timelines, you know. And then after after graduating and stuff, I you know, moved to the Bay and I did the San Francisco Bay. And I, 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 that wasn't for me at that time, you know? And then I, I was looking for a place to live and I had always come to the Portland juggling festival and loved it. You know, the, I was like, the community's great. I, the, all, all those people are super inspiring. It'd be great to be in a community like that. And so I caught, I knew Eli lived here and I called him and I was like, what's Portland like, you know? And he was like, Oh, it's pretty great. What's up? And I was like, well, I'm thinking about moving there. And he was like, Oh, you should, you should, Come visit, you know? Mm. And then so I came to visit, and sure enough, while I was visiting, uh, one of his housemates walked out of the room while I was sleeping on the couch and just said, hey, everybody, I'm going to move out in like three days, so I don't know that my room is open I don't, if we can find somebody. Is there anybody <laughs> around who needs a room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was totally the thing. I was like, uh... 
I'll take it. There's you like know, slowly raise the hand on the floor. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First yeah, dibs, I, first you dibs. know, we we all wrestled for it. You know, no, yeah. no, no, no. But it just sort of like fell in my lap. You know, that all I was like, oh, cool. There's this yeah. room. You know, and and he didn't know that I like knew how to juggle pretty well at that point. And we went and juggled together. The roommate we, that left or Eli. Eli, okay. yeah, good clarification. Yeah, no, no. At, at that point, Eli didn't really know, and so we went and juggled together. And then, you know, he was like, "Oh, let's just have fun." And we were juggling. He was like, "Oh, can you do this?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah, let's let's do that." And then he was like, "Oh, can you do this?" And I was like, "Yeah," you know, so on and so forth. He's and like, then, "Let me make some calls. I got to break up with yeah, some people." Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, got, exactly. I got a roommate to uh, kick out. Excuse me, I'm sorry. You're fired. Hey, you're hired. Yeah, <laughs> no. But yeah, basically at, at at the end of that 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 juggle juggle session, he was like, "Hey, do you want to like juggle with me and join this troupe?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." So so we kind of reconnected pretty quickly at that at that time, you know. What did the show at that point look like? Were you doing like <laughs> glow in the dark stuff? Were you rekindling the Merle Sanders, Jerry Garcia yeah. stuff? <laughs> uh, a little bit of both, you know. Yeah, they were they were intertwined. Oh man, it's it was so wild back yeah, then. Yeah, we it's tough doing... to watch old videos and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we've learned a lot, yeah. you know. No, we were doing mostly glow in the dark, and uh, yeah, the first gig that I did with Circus Luminescence, we did a a, a menorah lighting. Uh, in Vancouver and so we did a fire show outside with the menorah lighting and then we did a, a 30 minute uh, completely LED show in, in 30 in, minutes yeah in, in in inside this is like families you know like like pretty pretty wide age range you know and uh, and our glow show was club man's journey where this stick this this kind of stick figure looking person made out of clubs that is constructed by three people holding clubs in a certain way goes on this journey meets the frown queen kind of whole hero's journey story but in the end man oh it was bad it was it, looking it was such a you know looking back at it i'm like oh my gosh we oh, i can't no, believe we did it yeah, but we like true. made this giant dreidel and we had club man spin the giant dreidel but like we didn't know we 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 don't none of us are are were the people are, are, at the menorah lighting being like the acid is not kicked in yet. yeah exactly <laughs> it, that was the vibe we were like are you feeling it yet like, we are uh, and they were like no no they're like but, where's this in the program yeah 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 but we left that gig and we were like okay we should we should tighten it up a little bit yeah. <laughs> but, oh but that's the thing yeah. is like when you're starting out like i remember like I, we were i was telling the story earlier yeah. today we did this show for leatherman the tool company yeah we got paid like a 300 bucks or something it was our yeah. first big corporate gig and we made this giant cardboard leatherman <laughs> that we pulled our props out of uh -huh. and it looked so bad it was like duct taped we had no idea what we were doing and yeah. it's just like i can't imagine what was going through the minds of the audience at that moment yeah but that's the thing you learn you grow i mean that's what you know creating art is yeah you know you you create you say okay I, that wasn't that great you get better and you, yeah. you learn you know yeah but we still have a black light giant menorah. If oh, you, you do? Yeah. <laughs> you got a giant dreidel. Yeah. Or giant dreidel. Sorry. Yeah, giant dreidel. He's so, got a giant so, leather. So, oh, yeah. I got yeah, yeah. We, can so, the, so, we can pull the dreidel out of the leather. Yeah, yeah. So if anybody wants to rent like a giant, you know, blacklight reactive dreidel. Wouldn't know? that be amazing like if a show went horribly and then you're like, you know, the show was bad. We got booed off the stage. But we rent this dreidel. We rent this dreidel. We thousands <laughs> yeah. of dollars a year on renting this blacklight dreidel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. yeah. And like, gosh, that's 15 bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so were you always drawn to glow juggling? Because it sounds like you kind of got on the glow train early. Yeah, so yes, definitely. That was kind of like I, I 
stumbled into you know the humble circus and we did a ton of uh fire and glow work just kind of built into that that organization being kind of younger college kids a lot of our hanging out you know we had you know daytime juggle play times we call them but we also all hung out and partied all together and the parties were like we just would get around and juggle all night we it wasn't really like a typical like college party you know we, we it would just be like we'd just be nerding out and there'd be a fire jam in the backyard and kind of a glow and drum jam inside you know and so what's a fire jam a that fire sounds, jam sounds like something out of my toes <laughs> yeah good, spicy. good good question yeah yeah it's uh it's copyrighted by taco bell no uh, no uh a fire jam is 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 just where you have a bunch of of fire props so you take uh you know objects that you manipulate whether it's poi or stabs or torches or rope dart and then you light them on fire you okay. dip them in fuel light them on fire and oftentimes there's like there's music which in certain spheres is drums and certain spheres is dubstep and certain yeah. spheres is grateful dead Do you they know? have the fire drum too <laughs> oh, uh, i've never seen a fire drum. a actually. friend of mine actually did an act for a little while that he called uh uh drumgling and he and, and the name maybe needs some work, you know. But 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 he would play the drum and and juggle at the same time. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I've yeah. seen videos of people doing like yeah. hot, you know drum kits. and yeah. juggling is pretty cool. Yeah, so, uh, drug maybe. What's your new name? Drumgling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Branding, branding one of one. That's me walking up from the bar at two a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd you get home? I drumgled home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's one of the things that's most interesting to me right now is the chucka chucks. I don't know if you've seen the chucka chucks. No, what are they? But that? The, they're like little maraca juggling balls. That, oh yeah, that yeah. Can each yeah. have different tones, yeah. right? And so you can build in the rhythms with your juggling. That's patterns. pretty cool. So, yeah, that's something I want to start exploring. Is, huh. is the chucka some el- musical elements in the show? Yeah. What is like? What is a you know the, a regular circus luminescence show look like? That's what like, I was going to ask because I've never seen it. Yeah. So like modern day. You know, we we basically have. Oh, sorry, we've just, we've gotten out of the time machine. Yeah, now. well, because <laughs> well, like, because like, yeah, 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 because like, because like that question is like loaded with like, well, what year? You what know, like, like, like now, like if you were yeah. to say, if you were to talk yeah. to someone who was thinking about hiring you for a show, like, what would you say you do? Or like, yeah. like what? Or like what happens in the show? Yeah, because it's, it's, it's not. I feel like it's not a typical juggling show where like it's. It's, it's it has a different vibe to it. You know? Yeah. Well, thanks. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah that's, we we go for a different vibe. Yeah. That's totally. Um, so yeah, it, it kind of depends on you know the the full troupe show is its own product. That's its own show, and then the duo show with Eli and I is is its own product mm. and, and completely different show, right? So the duo show is is very much just kind of like a a vaudeville duo show, right? We have comedy bits, duo duo comedy, and we we work off each other, and we kind of. You know, one of us is the straight man. One of us is like kind of the the goofball. Gotcha. But but we alternate that role very fluidly. Mm. Like no one is one job at any given time. Uh. Um, and so that show is like I say, kind of contemporary vaudeville with LEDs built built within it. Um, but we've built that show so that it can be done in the daytime as well. So if it's a fair. Where we say we're a contemporary yeah. vaudeville show that uses award-winning juggling, daring acrobatics, and you know our comedic wit and charm to wow audiences across the U.S. And that's like and who that would say pitch. no to that? Uh, yeah. Did you say comedic wit and charm? I mean, it turns out lots of people. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I 
Yeah. <laughs> I wish he was that easy. I was easy. with you on the whip, but the charm. Yeah. You lost me. Yeah. yeah. But then the full troop show, you know, the most recent iteration is um, the full troop show is, is four people. Um, and one of those. So who are the other two? Uh, Allie Thomas, Allie T, and then uh, Ken Sutter is, is, yeah, and Ken's a juggler, and Allie is like a hula hoop. Uh, hula hooper and like theater, uh, musical theater background type person. So side question. Yeah. Is she also a psychic? Yeah. She's a, she does tarot reading. Did you go to a party and she, she no, no, no. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm, you I'm, yeah. I'm intrigued now. I'm like, what's what? It's she just, just it on the screen. Right is here. Matt Baker also <laughs> no. psychic? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, she, where's she yeah. out of? She's she lives in Portland. Okay. Actually, uh, her and Eli are engaged. Oh, okay, um, that's nice. Yeah, so she she was in the troop before I was. As was Ken. I'm like the newest person oh, really? in the troop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you um, imagine trying to propose to someone who's psychic? <laughs> yeah, she knew. <laughs> you know? uh, she yeah, she told me that story. She was like, yeah, I knew, I knew instantly that that's what, that was. I've the been telling the way she knew she was psychic instantly. <laughs> well, that yeah, at birth, you know, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. no, no, but she knew she that Eli was proposing that. Day. Oh, really? She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was She's like, like, I've been telling my like, engagement search... story for three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I searched his text. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny about a. Uh, uh, you know, seven months before they got engaged, she she we were on tour with March Fourth, a uh, uh, band in town that does you know we that has a circus component and and uh, she took me aside <laughs> and she goes scramble, how do I get Eli to propose to me? And I was like, well, I, I mean, I don't know. I think you got to kind of let that just happen. And she was like, well, can you say something? And I was like, man, that's a lot of pressure because like they're both my best friend. You know, they're both like, I'm uh-huh. super close to both of them. You know, and it's just like. Oh, I, I, I well, you should I hold that over it. her. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Put in a word and look at what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I now you're getting clear. married. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't for my me. Yeah. This engagement <laughs> not happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. So, anyways, the show nowadays has uh, the full troop is four people, and Allie is actually kind of the protagonist character mm-hmm. in that show, and uh, and she kind of enters into a dream space and then a vaudeville show unfolds in the dream space mm. um and it kind of like we call it the daisy craja vu because she starts out in the real world at a, a vaudeville show which happens to be the circus luminescence show we pull her up as a vo- volunteer she knocks herself out enters the dream space and we kind of slightly alter our appearance in the dream world the whole show takes takes place as like a usual vaudeville show yeah. at the end of that show, she does successfully juggle, but then at the end, she, in celebration, she not like knocks herself back out, exits the dream space. We slightly alter back into our regular reality selves, and we do a big group finale. Oh, nice! And so that's like the theater show for the Oof. four of us. Yeah, and that went that that we've done a, a for the last like i mean excluding covid year where there was nothing yeah. we've done that the last 2 years and are you selling um, that you're selling that to theaters themselves or just just theaters or other venues theaters and like private events basically uh-huh. yeah um, that one is a larger budget show so people of course. people have and to they, be able to ha- i would assume you'd have to people. have a captive a audience you're not yes. a transient yes. on board listening um, affair that, that is like, not a fair yeah, show no. you know <laughs> you're right. no late seating on that bad boy <laughs> right exactly well and, and you know the the beautiful part about that show is like even if you do come late 
it's still just a vaudeville show. Yeah. Like, like, like you might have missed, like, oh, we're in a dream space. But, like, it's still high entertainment because yeah. it's just a vaudeville show. You don't show. need to know the, the backstory right. to enjoy what's happening. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And so, how long how long has this been going on? When did you move to Portland? So I moved to Portland. <laughs> nice, yeah, falling apart in the studio. Uh, I moved to Portland in 2014. I think Eli started Circus Luminescence in like 20. I want to say like 2011 time period, 2012 time period, right around then. Um, and he started that in Northern California, and then yeah. m- when he moved back to Portland because he grew up around here, then he brought he of course brought the troupe with him, and then it kind of grew from there. Yeah, yeah. Now, have you only as a performer had you only do group stuff, or you do have a solo show? Yeah, I have a we I have a forty five minute solo show as well, and that integrates uh, a lot more magic into the show. Okay, I worked at Houdini's Magic Shop in San Francisco mm-hmm. when I lived there for a year, and so a lot of that carries over really well you know because mm. basically that job is just i stood behind the counter and every single human came came in and said can i see a trick mm-hmm. yeah and i said yeah of well, course you're talking you can. Louis is an award-winning magician so oh great yeah, yeah then yeah. i'm not a magician i want to clarify <laughs> but but i just show people magic basically yeah it's yeah. important you're doing like selling that. pitch decks and stuff yeah. yeah 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 and like you know the classic like sponge balls all all, all that stuff yeah. all the all the like introductory now, magic stuff. i'm curious as someone who does both because we don't actually we usually interview sort of people who do one or the other yeah yeah what like tell me how people respond because i have my own theories on this yeah uh, <laughs> uh how people respond to magic compared to, to juggling mm. and like just the sort of like the mindset that you bring to each of those art forms and then how how people respond yeah i mean magic like as far as like doing it as part of your sh- like like my show like it's more of like a story i feel like you know like i'm like telling a verbal story i can st- i can literally say whatever I want to start off, right? Like, mm-hmm. like you have this, like, completely blank slate. Whereas juggling, I kind of feel like, well, there's a basic premise that you have to accomplish. Yeah. Whereas with magic, it's like, really, nobody knows what you're about to do. And that's, like, a beautiful thing within magic that yeah. I feel is really special. And so, like, I see people internalize that expectation, right? When, like, when they, like are like okay i'm gonna see a magic trick they like are like is it a card trick is it this is it that but they like don't know what is about to happen in general other than like oh he's gonna find my card yeah but if you don't just find their card it's like mind blown mm-hmm. whereas juggling like you can do really technical juggling people are like juggling i get it yeah <laughs> so in general yes. i guess i feel like with magic the like built-in expectation is is lower and so like the amazement level and engagement tends to be higher yes until you reach like a level of juggling like five balls or something where people really can't imagine themselves doing it you know and then at that point it's like an equal engagement yeah but there's like you know reese thomas in town um i'm sure you both know reese yes uh, we've interviewed him on a previous moisture festival yeah podcast. <laughs> sweet yeah so reese one time we were at the we we're at we we're at rose festival you know we we're chatting chatting backstage rose festival is the local city city fair um and you know adam the great was on stage and doing his act and reese was like man i chose the wrong career i watch adam he does one trick in eight minutes 
I look at my show, I do about 45 tricks in eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's true. And so, so, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question, but those are kind of my thoughts. No, I, I, think, <laughs> I think you articulated it perfectly, you know, yeah. and it you're right. Is there, with juggling, it's like you either accomplish it or you don't accomplish it. Yeah. And then with magic, you're right, there is a little bit more of texture. There's a little bit more storyline. They don't know exactly what's happening. But what I find interesting about magic is that it is so skillful, yet you have to hide that skill mm-hmm. from the viewer. Right. Whereas in juggling, it's like, look at, look at. That's why, like, for <laughs> but me, I think, yeah. I think juggling has an initial curb appeal because you, there, there's nothing to internally process. Yeah, you don't have to think about it. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> we are automated juggle robots. <laughs> wow, that guy's juggling 15 balls. Who cares? <laughs> but initially with... Jugg- <laughs> this is getting super nerdy. But initially with juggling, you go like, I couldn't do that. Yeah. But with magic, you're like, maybe I could do that I if I had a special deck I don't know, cards. because I don't think people think that because I think that they don't know how you did that. So they're like... Who knows? Is there a robot? Was there a second per? Was there a second shooter? Was there a? <laughs> Who knows? I like how you just had a callback to our conversation upstairs before the interview happened. <laughs> that's getting cut out. No, but it's. You know, I, I do think it's interesting because sometimes I do envy as someone who does tr- you know tricks that are watch me do this trick. Mm-hmm. You know, I envy magicians who can just go in and be like, it's so much more engaging. Like I always sort of view juggling as like, like what I just said. Like, look how look how good I am. Yeah. Look at how well I have practiced. Yeah. And, you know, with magic, it's like it's so much more. You know, it draws people in a little bit. More yeah. The hook with magic is is much stronger. Yeah. Like when I used to do street shows in uh i like just i street performed in Port Townsend, Washington for a summer <laughs> just for just for fun. You know, like and it's high tourist season. Yeah, yeah. But I I just plant them with a card in their hand. Just be like, here, pick a card. But then I'd leave and do my whole show. Like, I'd do all my juggling. And then at the very end, I'd come back and do the trick that they were, like, holding the card. But it was just like, they, they couldn't leave. They were like, oh, shoot, I have yeah. this guy's thing. You know? You should have just said, hey, thanks, folks. Hey, yeah, enjoy that yeah, card. Hey, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the hook is, is more profound with juggling. So how was I mean, that, with magic. How was, you know, you don't hear that often about doing street shows in sort of port towns in which was, yeah i mean yes it's a touristy town but it is also yeah. a, a kind of a smaller town mm-hmm. yeah. uh i don't how did that how did that work how did it go it was slow but i like was able to pay all my bills and live and, they gave you a chance to work stuff out and, yeah you know yeah well and i had i at the at the time you know my, my my partner at the time her her family was there and 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 so we went up to to hang out with them um and then yeah the community was just awesome yeah you know like it was like the ice cream shop person would come out and be like, hey, come grab some ice cream when you're yeah. done, you know? And, and it was just like this like super tight-knit community that yeah. really appreciated what you were doing. And then, yeah, I was able to make enough money to like do all the things that I wanted to do. Well, and there, I mean, Because there's enough tourists. Yeah, you know? that town has a strong tie to vaudeville yep. with mm-hmm. the flying karamazovs yep. i believe nanda has either is from there not as from there yeah, yeah. so yeah. there is like a, a strong connection to not only vaudeville but the moisture festival yeah um and so did you tap into those people yeah while so you were there so i uh I've, I've been a part of the new old time chautauqua for a while which i don't know if you two know about the new yes, old time yeah. yeah yeah for for the listeners that don't know they were founded by the flying karamazov brothers Back in the 80s, I believe, and it's a non-profit uh, 
vaudeville troupe that tours a different state every summer and does shows and workshops um, and outreach in communities that might not uh, have the chance to access the type of show that we bring, basically. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, so the K's are still on tour quite quite often with uh, the New Old Time Chautauqua. So I kind of got plugged into that community from, you know, Chautauqua and the first tour there. And so, yeah, definitely, I I already knew, like, Paul Magid and all, the, yeah, yeah, all yeah. those folks yeah. and, was, and, and had done shows with Nanda when I was street performing. Uh, is that how you got involved in the Moisture Festival? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, we knew about the Moisture Festival before Chautauqua as well, but I think uh, we were known by the Moisture Festival because of Chautauqua, right? Mm. Like, like the reason we were accepted, I think, is because people had seen us, and Eli has also done Chautauqua, Mm. Um, and so, yeah, we were a known entity by the organizers, Ah, you know, Um, which I think helped us a lot. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. In a, a lot of a lot of the people that were on New Old Time Chautauqua have been at the Moisture yes, Festival. Yes, yes, yeah. I think all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe not quite all, but you know, yeah, because Chautauqua is huge. It'll be yeah. like sixty people on yeah. the tour, you know. Uh, but yeah, many many of them. It's 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 a great Chautauqua is this like amazing, uh, you know, kind of like trial run ground type area where it's it's just like you show up there. There's you know. There's a th- there's theater shows, there's community shows, there's like you know kid shows. There's like sometimes three four shows a day, and you might be able to do different acts in each one. Yeah. You know, depending yeah. on what's going on, or you might just have one act that tour. So by the end of the tour, that act is just like dialed solid. It's great. So like, you know, as far as a lot of Chautauquans being at the Moisture Fest, I mean, it makes sense. It's just like this, like training ground for circus performers, yeah. almost. You know, and vaudevillians to just go well, on and, this tour. And you know, the Moisture Festival sort of, sort of breathed out of the country fair, New Old Time mm-hmm. Chautauqua. Yeah. So it had a lot of connections to those various, uh, you know, festivals or tours. Mm-hmm. And it's morphed into something bigger now, yeah. but it still has a lot of roots in those particular, yeah. you know. Yeah. events or organizations so yeah. what was your experience when you have been to the moisture festival uh it's been great yeah the first year we did uh the how, how many times have you done it i think we've done it three years okay. i was thinking about this and i was like oh i can't remember <laughs> the it, one question it, they're gonna ask yeah, me. yeah 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 i was like i know they're gonna ask me how many it's either two or three um yeah i think it's three um because yeah, the first year we did a, a, a bridged clubman show where we did like you bring out the dreidel. We, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that was that, we, they requested we leave that behind. <laughs> we yeah we we had it built into the set. No, um, but yeah, so we did an abridged clubman show, and then uh, the second year we did uh, our like we we have this act that we call Frankenstein that basically is a big mashup of everything we do with the four people that is set to music right ah. so none of the vaudeville it's all just like all the banging tricks it's just like here here is this Wait, why really... is it called frankenstein well because it's a, oh, it's just a it's an amalgamation matchup gotcha. and we use the song frankenstein and then the someone murders yeah. the village uh Shh. Is it wait? Is that, that, does that happen to Frankenstein? No. no, they burn. They burn down. Fra- I don't remember. 
I, they burned I, down Frankenstein's house. Yeah. Okay. So that's what you did the second time. Yeah, we burned down the house. It was great. First <laughs> <laughs> time was village. Yeah. Second, second time, time they burned down yeah. our house, yeah. and then third time Actually, we all get along. And, yeah, and, and, we <laughs> all go to another state and perform as a group. Yeah, yeah. And now that I'm thinking about, it, I think the third time was supposed to be 2020, and we just and and it was just going to be the two of us doing our yeah. uh, our duo juggling act, our award winning act, and for that we sent in. The video and we did the virtual show uh-huh. so, so twice oh, cool. in person yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um so uh-huh. I'm, I'm gonna ask you sort of two different things here um what like for the international juggling festival international juggling association award that you won mm-hmm. um what do you like can you explain to people like what you're judged on how you go about like who you're competing against what you're competing in how you're judged like yeah you know, it's brutal. The, so, like, the way that it's set up is there's a big table in front of the stage where there's, like, 12 judges, mm-hmm. and you see them, and you don't see anybody else because you're on stage. And but they're, you, like, close enough to see. Are these uh, judges <laughs> other jugglers? Yeah. And are some of them people that you have admired over yeah. time? Yeah. Yeah. It's like your heroes all sitting at a table, <laughs> but all looking at you with this eye like, what do you got, kid? Now, does everyone <laughs> judge off the same score sheet? Or is it like, you're the style judge, you're the technical judge? Yeah, there are different roles. Um, there are overlapping roles as well. Like I say, there's like twelve of them, so I think there's like two technical judges and like you know two style judges. You know, I I I can't remember how many different roles of the judges there were, but I do remember there's two drop counters. So two of those twelve oh. people are just there to count how many times you mess up. Wow. <laughs> and then Why do they, they need two? Yeah. Well, because <laughs> well, it's like at a at a, a prize fight, right? When they're like how many hits there were, uh-huh. you end up with a different number. Well, and it's funny because they did end up with a different number on our act, and then you know they had we were like, well, hopefully they took the lower the lower <laughs> yeah. number. And one then, had zero, one had three hundred. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll take an average of one fifty, please. You know. Uh, and then one of the judges is a timer, and so your act cannot exceed. I think it's. Uh, eight minutes. It might be seven and a half minutes. Now, is but, are you talking during this, or is all technical juggling? S- some people talk and do more like comedy juggle, wa- ju- juggling while they're Those doing. Those are called bronze medalists. <laughs> they're called non-finalists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People who are fast <laughs> back. Right. Uh, there were no comedy jugglers the year that I went, but they have historically done well um, at, at at the IJA, and then. We just did uh, our like the most technical club passing that we could possibly achieve that year, and so you know we did a seven club sequence that is just super hard. We don't see anybody else performing mm-hmm. that. Um, where this is, it's two, uh, it uh, it's seven club popcorn, but we fill the 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 gap with period three side swaps while we're doing it. If jugglers are out there, I hope you understand. Non-jugglers, I'm sorry. That was that was a I'm bunch like, of nonsense. I'm like, you're doing eating popcorn and doing math. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, so we just we did the most technical juggling that we could possibly fathom, and then we for that act we learned a bunch of acrobatics. So we learned a two high where like Eli stands on my shoulder and we juggle at the same time. We learned uh, the uh, the half high where he stands on my thighs, but then we have five objects and I juggle up to him and he drops down to me. And so that was really helpful for our overall product because it was this push to learn a bunch of new stuff. Yeah, totally. Basically. Yeah. Wow. So what? So who? What did the second and third place people at the IJA do? 
Matt's asking how much further ahead of them you were. You know, not 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 much. We won by the skin of our really? teeth. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, so there was a, a staff juggling duo from Japan um, that was called, I think, K juggling um, or K staff. I think. Uh, and then there was a ball juggling uh, duo that did bounce juggling, and they also juggled some clubs uh, from uh, Minnesota. Wow, how yeah. cool was that? Yeah, and and there was just the three, so that was kind of a benefit. If we were guaranteed a medal, we like showed up. And we <laughs> oh were wow! Like, and we were oh, like, really? we were like, we're on the podium. Worst Man. we can do is bronze. So, so that's pretty great. <laughs> it was, it like, was great. This it was year, really the great. judges decided not to give out first or <laughs> yeah. second place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but then yeah, we 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 won by like only a couple points. It was it was very close. You no, know? I get that sort of, and it it is intimidating. Like I always say, it's hard to perform for people you know yeah. because you have to see them again. But it's even, I think, more difficult to perform for people that you look up to and you've emulated. Like, um, I was on the show last Comic Standing with my yeah. old partner, and when we went in, we had to audition in front of one of my favorite comedians of all time oh. <laughs> at a small table in front of us in an empty room. Oh, no. Three comedians, three famous comedians, one of which is, like, my favorite comedian of all time. Yeah. In an empty room. Yeah. And this is like, we're telling jokes to... <laughs> And it's just like comedians don't laugh in general right. at other people, other comics, let right. alone when there's nobody in the room. Right. And it's just like I'm in awe of this person, and it's like uh, it's 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 intimidating to yeah. do like people that you look up to. Who who was that comedian? Uh, Greg Giraldo. Greg yeah. Giraldo. Yeah. 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 But yeah. So good. That's amazing, man. Yeah. So when you tell like clients and stuff, hey, we won the. International Juggler Association. Not Go, too, many, too many words. <laughs> no, no, we don't, we don't even mention any. Of that. Oh, you don't. We just say we're award-winning jugglers. Oh, oh there you yeah, go. Yeah, that that way, like, you know, in the sixth grade, my <laughs> yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a talent show at seven, our house. Seven gold yeah. stars. We did yeah. a talent show. Me and my brother. Yeah, and... you know, on our website somewhere it says, you know, gold medal winners from yeah. the International Jugglers Association. You know, at such and such date. Yeah. But yeah, as far as like client interactions, it's, we just stick with award winning. I know, I think that's Cause, good because a lot of the the other stuff is just extra words. You know, it's like I yeah. don't know what the that is. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And so, uh, what's what's up? What's next for Circus Luminescence? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go to the uh, Western Fair mm-hmm. uh, convention, the Western Fairs Association in convention, sweet sweet Reno in sweet Reno. Yeah, we're hoping for some sunshine. In Someday Reno, they'll get you know? it in Reno. Yeah, <laughs> like as, as, as opposed to on the outskirts, as opposed to sweet Reno. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's kind of most immediate for us. We're kind of taking taking a holiday break. Yeah, um, yeah. We, so you're looking at broadening the act and putting it into maybe the fair and festival market. Yeah, we want to hit the fairs definitely. Yeah. we would love to get into the fair market. So yeah, it is. You know, working in fairs for as long as Louis and I have, it's yeah. Yeah. you know, it's. Uh, it's tough work, but it's if you can do a good show there. I mean, it's pretty rewarding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that, and when you do well at fairs, like that, generally that show will translate well to other venues, right? Because it's become bulletproof. It be, it's become, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's become you know like unshakable. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty clear to to us. We need to be in a different market. I mean, the local market just cannot support what all the acts in town yeah. and, and cannot support. Yeah, in a meaningful well, way. Someone told know. me a long time ago. They're like, at some point you hit a, you hit a price point where you you have the money's not. You have to go out and get the money. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I can't imagine with two or four people, like, I'm just me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're just trying to tour the duo show. The, the, the four-person show or the full troop show is really, like, by request only. Mm-hmm. We, like, are not really like outwardly yeah. selling that show it's it's like shown on our website kind of if you scroll down but like that's a by request only type yeah. deal well the and price the, and, point has be much higher yeah, yeah and the duo show is the is the selling show you yeah know, so. the, the core product yeah it's your flagship show that's right yeah 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 <laughs> maybe one day we'll be famous enough where then they'll be like oh yeah full troop bring it on yeah we, right we got to dough <laughs> but it's gonna they'll be like you do a full troop show yeah <laughs> I would love for them to be like we just want the hula hooper. Yeah. <laughs> we just want the psychic. <laughs> Can you give me the hula hooper? You know, psychic? I wouldn't blame him, you know? <laughs> yeah. She's a star. All right. So, um, yeah, um, um, we'll cut this out, but is there anything that we're missing that you want to sort of put in there that we can ask you about? Um, not really. Just like our contact info, like, yeah. you know, circus we're, we're not idiots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. We, got, we got yeah. you there. We I don't know. I feel like we we had fun. We we ha, we have like you know those things going on, but we don't have another show book till like the spring. We're kind of okay. We, how about, we, we how about this one? This is a good one. So the last question we'll ask you is: so How did you get the name Scramble? Oh, on the spot. <laughs> All right, uh, can I guess? Yeah, I love guesses. All it, right. it's probably better than the real stories. Let's. Um, hear it. you're good at running short distances quickly. Correct. Boom. Yeah, oh, I, thought, I thought there was more. I was thinking like you know maybe that's how we like. I like my eggs like I like my name. Scramble. Oh, oh that's that's a classic. That's a classic guess. Okay, yeah, you're yeah. into um, the movie Iron Eagles, and when they scramble the planes, you're like that Lewis Gossett Jr. Amazing. I don't know that. That's abs- I was gonna yeah. go even more obscure, <laughs> which was that's how I like to play my golf. Ah. When oh I play yeah, with a team. No, no, play no. As a scramble. Yeah, where you take the best hit every that's what it, like if you play with like three or four people in the tournament like if we're a team everyone hits one ball and then you take the best hit oh and then everyone plays from there matt, matt <laughs> is actually secretly an amateur golfer on on, on the circuit here <laughs> I have been, i've been hitting the face with a golf ball oh, oh my god <laughs> okay yeah. but the real uh, story the real story is uh is that well there's kind of two real stories one is that i was kind of a wild wild kid when i was when i was younger um, and just kind of running around, going, going, going all over the place. But, I call that a win for my. Yes, yeah, that's why I, I said correct. Iron Eagle? You know? no, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so that kind of was is like the, the the background story, right? Is I, I was just kind of going all over the place and, and and really having a great time, and then uh, and then kind of built over that. My first circus tour uh, was with this this person named Shay Freelove. I like Shay. Yeah, 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 and Shay had this little little circus called the free love circus yeah. at the time and we did a tour uh, a little tour through uh northern california the premise of the show was to save lenny the bigfoot and uh there was a there was a clown poacher trying to get lenny's foot for this like mercenary corporate guy who wanted to put it on on a, on a shelf and i was one of two clowns that were we were homies with lenny the bigfoot and we were like no you can't mess with our homie we're gonna we're gonna protect lenny the bigfoot and stay one step ahead. And uh, that other clown was Ramble, and I was Scramble. And we were, together we were Ramble, Scramble, the cr- clown. And he was the talker, and I was the mute. Um, I actually didn't speak on stage for, like, the first, like, four years I performed. Wow. I, I only mimed and, like, did, like, heavy clown work. And then kind of after that time, I was ready to 
start start yakking it up you know <laughs> all that all that time it built up but so that's that's the real story scrambled yeah. the clown yeah so yeah, is yeah, this yeah. is this like a hulk hogan situation where you have to pay royalties to the guy <laughs> to shay free love for yeah. the name oh definitely no 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 shay free love doesn't own anything that i own. doesn't sound like i want to be i want to be clear yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought you were going to say that ramble because you know because because the it was ramble and scramble but you can't no, break them up no royal, man, huh? yeah yeah so if people want to find you, it's uh, circusluminescence.com, also circusl.com. Because you guys are on all the social sites too, yep. Facebook, Instagram. Yep, not TikTok, not Twitter. YouTube, YouTube we videos. Do, we do have the YouTube channel. And if you go to their uh, website, Circus Luminescence, it, you pop up and you get to see some amazing juggling just right away on the site. And yeah. uh, it's pretty great. So I highly recommend checking yeah. that out. Yeah. And uh, Eli could and, not be here today, but no. maybe we'll hit him up and fact you should. check. Yeah. All yeah, 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 you should. Yeah, and and actually, we are about to drop some new videos on our YouTube, and awesome. we're going to launch a, a partner juggling tutorial series at the end of January. Okay. Uh, so yeah, tune into the YouTube, and we'll drop that kind of those links and stuff on our Instagram primarily. Um, but yeah, YouTube, Instagram. Yeah, and what's the what's the YouTube? Uh, YouTube is just search search Circus Luminescence. Okay, awesome. Yeah. 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 Well, man, we really appreciate you coming to the clown basement. Yeah. Yes. Uh, maybe it's brought back, you know, yeah. memories of the Bigfoot scramble. Yeah. No, so, this is great. <laughs> like, like when you first said clown basement, I was like, I'm in. I'm at home. I'm in the right place. So, yeah. Thanks. Thanks you for having me. You too. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I, if I had a basement, I would totally call it the clown basement. But now I know where to rent one. Um. But yeah, thanks for having me. You too. Yeah, this man. Thanks so much, and we yeah. look forward to seeing you at the next Moisture Festival. We want to thank you for listening to the Moisture Festival podcast. If you haven't bought tickets yet for the festival, you can do that at moisturefestival.org. You can also find out information about volunteering or supporting it financially as well. Just click on the contribute button. You can also find Moisture Festival. They are on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube if you want to check out more details on any of those social network sites. If you want to find out more information on Louie and I, we do a podcast together that is completely different than this podcast and it is called the odd and off beat podcast and you can find that on any platform that you get your podcasts at if you would like to find out information on louis and i's shows you can do so by visiting louis site which is louis fox with two x's Dot com and Matt Baker's site comedy stunt show.com spelt the way you would expect it to be spelled. Yes. And we want to thank all the volunteers, performers, sponsors, donors, board members, producers of the Moisture Festival for helping make this thing happen. Absolutely. A lot of moving parts, and they do a wonderful job at creating a very unique experience that you cannot get anywhere else. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Moisture Festival Podcast, and stay moist.